0: For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome, friends, to another R slash Malicious Compliance video. If you want to make a difference in two presses, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by New Techie One. We are only seeing people that checked in online. This happened this weekend. I went to get my hair cut this weekend, I was over by the haircut place running some other errands. I figured I'd stop real quick to see if I could get a haircut before they close. The place, a national chain, closes at 5pm and I got there at 4.05. When I walked in, the screen in the lobby that says the estimated wait time as well as shows you who's already waiting said the wait time is 15 minutes with 3 people waiting. To be clear, when it's this close to closing time, I always check the wait time on the screen. I don't want to make them stay late. I'm a guy that gets a very easy haircut, basically a crew cut, that typically takes about 10 minutes. So if the wait time plus 10 minutes puts the time past closing, I don't even bother to check in. I don't like to make people stay late. But with 55 minutes left before closing and only a 15 minute wait, I figured there was plenty of time. I walked up to the counter and the receptionist rudely asked if i checked in online. I said no, and she said that they aren't taking any walk-ins because they're about to close. They're only taking people that have checked in online. Okay, so I pulled out my phone while standing at the counter, I pulled up their website, and checked in online right in front of her. I waited for my name to pop up on the waiting list on the screen, then I looked at her and said, okay, I'm checked in online, I got my hair cut. And was out of there by 4.30. If you were doing a last second errand like this and the receptionist at the place was rude said oh no no we're only taking people who check in online would you rather just not give that place your business because of the receptionist or would you rather do what OP did just to spite them? Let me know what you would prefer in the comments down below. Our next story is by draft level 28. It's not a party Karen, in the city if you can call it that with a population of 3,000 where I grew up. There were a few projects-type places, but mostly poor white people. Like a trailer park, but more white trash and less space. We lived at the slightly nicer one. Your townhouse, if you got one, had a 4x4 foot patio slightly bigger if you shared with a neighbor. Well, my mom and aunts go out to drink, and it becomes a big deal. I literally forgot the title for the woman that sits in an office and collects rent and complains for the management company. I'll call her Karen, as it was her name. Karen tells mom she can't have parties. Mom says it's not a party, but everyone has parties, especially for kids' birthdays. Karen says that's not what she meant. So mom says, you mean an adult's party? What do you classify as an adult party? We had just moved from the country, and parties were lots of guests, music, booze, and late nights. At least three people joining the breakfast table the next morning. Karen says it's a party if it has booze. Mom says no, beer doesn't make a party, or her after dinner beer was a sad party. Karen says booze and friends with music make a party. Mom says, well, I was drinking with family and no music, so not a party. Karen says, well, you were outside. You can't drink outside because it's in public. My mother says, I was on my patio, which I rent watching the kids. So it wasn't in public. Karen caves, fine, it's not a party if you're on your patio and don't have music. She sends the memo out to every tenant, even the 12 apartment shoeboxes that have one patio at the two exits. So somehow all the tenants came out to the patios. Some patios had the music going and some had the beer. But everyone was drinking. Karen calls the cops. The cops start with mom, her yard is full. The yard is a small amount of grass shared between the neighbors, but it's closest to my mom's apartment. This is a party! Mom says no, those are teenagers and kids playing in the yard, and I'm sitting on my patio having a beer watching. There's music! Neighbor sitting next to mom speaks up, that's from my patio, the kids are dancing. Public intoxication! Nope, not intoxicated, not in public. They proceed to check every single patio. No one had both music and beer and each radio was just loud enough to hear. Even the shoeboxes had a few apartments playing all the same radio station with the windows open. They even tried stopping people walking to a different patio. None of them had an open beer while moving, although one guy did dump his beer into a soda can and walk behind the cops. Since they couldn't find a neighbor that was complaining, they just told Karen that there wasn't a party, but neighbors visiting other neighbors and kids listening to the radios. It became a thing every Friday and Saturday, Well, it's great that the entire neighborhood could come together against this great oppressor. The thing I don't understand is what is this Karen actually fighting for considering the entire neighborhood is for the music, the drinking, the celebration. Does Karen think by preventing all this that they're going to turn a trailer park into some higher class more valuable thing? Our next story is by Sean Goes Outside. That was easy. I was looking for a staples easy button as a gag item to put on top of a large radio tower. For a climbing class I was hosting and organizing just before the world went sideways in 2020. I see online the local one has two versions in stock and at least 15 of each. One version's even on sale. I was getting some work done on my truck at the dealer a short walk away so I head over after dropping it off. The store has maybe four or five employees in the front chatting. I'm one of two customers, as there was an older lady getting things printed. I spend maybe 15 minutes looking, but can't find them anywhere, so I go to the desk and ask. The woman there says they should be out there somewhere, so I ask where. She just rolls her eyes and says they must be out there, but I could order online. Okay, well, it was just for a stupid laugh and not worth paying for shipping, but as I go to leave, I check my phone and see I still have the web page open. I also see that they have an order online and pick up in an hour option. Great. I have nothing better to do as my truck's supposed to be ready in about two hours. I find a nice desk chair in the back of the desk display area to sit at, where I could see most of the store from, then I ordered it for pickup. A moment later, I see an employee leave the front area with a small printout. He proceeds to walk around for a while, passing me a couple times, he can't find them either. After another 10 minutes, he goes back to the front and gets another person to start looking. More fruitless treks around the store, and I can see they're starting to panic. As i'm in a swivel chair i have a great view of everything and can rotate as needed this far i seem to be unnoticed now three of them are looking another few minutes and a manager has appeared to see what's happening Finally, he gets everyone there to start looking, other than another employee still helping the old lady. I overhear him commenting on how other things are not in the correct shelves either. After what has been now an hour and a half since I entered the store, they realize the buttons are all still in a box up on a high shelf. The desk woman I originally dealt with is asked to go get a letter and has to come past me. Now she finally realizes what happened and makes a very lovely face at me. She finally gets the box down and takes one out to the register while the manager has everyone else gather around to start organizing the store. I still haven't received the item is ready for pickup email, but I get the call that my truck was ready. I notice she's glaring at me, but must have entered it in as ready as I get the email. Now, as these formerly chatty employees are being put to work, I walk up to the register and get the pickup from her. As soon as I start walking to the door, I hear her manager call her to come help. Thanks for the tip to order online. Sometimes when somebody's standing in the way of the normal route, you just gotta find a different alternative route that they might not have expected you to take in the moment. But either way, it forces them to move out of that path and stop blocking your way and get you what you want. This next story is by Nerd Uncle, Going all out when asked to go all out. I was in the third month of my employment at this particular gas station and had formed a bit of rapport with the local police. They'd ramped up their presence after cashiers, including yours truly, had received multiple death threats over things out of our control, and a few of the female cashiers were receiving other threats. In said third month, a regular got into a fight with someone out of town. One party had hit on the other's girlfriend or something trivial like that. It was out in the parking lot and inevitably the cops were called in to break it up. The responding officer, whom I'll call Officer Krupke, noticed I was the only eyewitness or at least the only eyewitness that had stuck around and asked me to fill out a police report so we'd have something to do. Krupke then made the mistake of recalling I was an English major in college and made me go all out i went all out in the report i included absolutely everything the time the incident took place as well as the time zone spelled out security cameras that would obtain the footage needed rough size and directions of the blood spatters measurements in both imperial and metric also spelled out physical descriptions of the customers present the direction customers were facing versus the one I was facing, also spelled out, physical descriptions of said customers, the exact amount of money the customers had spent on which groceries, and so on. Roughly 2 hours and a little over 5 pages later, my masterpiece was done and I called in Krupke to collect. Krupke said, You do know I have to read all this, right? I said, He told me to go all out. He said, I have to read this. Found out much later one of the other officers wanted me charged and or arrested. Their sergeant thankfully refused to hear of it, citing my following instructions to the letter and for using better grammar than most in the department or even the community ever did. The surgeon made sure to stop by occasionally over the next month, ensure neither Krupke nor any of the other officers were giving me grief over the police report, as well as to request that I do a 10 page police report if I ever get the opportunity from another police department. My store manager got a kick out of the stunt, the assistant store manager sided with the jerk who wanted me arrested, and Krupke switched over to morning shift as I was a closer. I don't know what they could arrest OP for. Imagine if they actually did try to arrest OP for that. That to me would sound like a clear as day, winnable lawsuit right there. And our final story of the days by Smokey Cat, Obey the written signs? Okay, sure. This is from my older great uncle with permission. Takes place in the 1960s in the midwest USA. He worked in a small factory with an assembly line. Like a lot of factories, there were safety signs up that the manager secretly wanted the workers to ignore because it would slow things down. I don't think there was a union. If so, it wasn't a very effective one. One of his friends got hurt on the line. He'd reached where he shouldn't and broke a bone in his hand. It could have been much worse. The company didn't want to pay his medical bill. They claimed it was entirely his own fault because he ignored the safety sign they put up and they put up a new sign in the locker room, reminding everyone to follow the written signs. So my uncle and his friends decided to follow all written signs. Watch your step on the stairs, led to people looking down and taking the stairs very slowly, there were other signs people followed to the letter on the line itself, and work slowed way down for the day. So, my uncle, a known ringleader, was summoned to the office via the loudspeaker. The office was in the same building, not far from the factory floor, through a door that had a sign saying, This door to remain closed at all times. The shift leader would be waiting for him on the other side of that door ready to yell at him. The way the office was laid out, the nice offices were up front, and the closer to the actual assembly line area you got, the lower ranked the people were and the smaller the offices. People on the assembly line rarely got to the nice offices, they just got into the back offices where the immediate supervisors and clerks sat. So when he got summoned, my uncle went to the locker room, got his coat and outdoor boots on, left via the loading dock and walked around the building to enter the building via the front door. It was February and snow and slush was everywhere. He got his boots plenty wet and dirty on the walk he marched in the front door and straight into the plant director's office right past his confused secretary and stood there dripping dirty water from melting snow on the carpet you wanted to see me the director was confused he looked at the clock and at my uncle's clothes and asked what he was doing there and why he was going outside during the shift following written signs like i was told to That door has a sign that says it has to remain closed at all times, so it stays closed. I walked around. The director called in the shift leader, the one that had called for my uncle, and got his story about the slowdown, and the other side of the story from my uncle. Shift leader looked like he would bust a gut, but didn't say anything to my uncle. Director got his friend's medical bill paid mildly chastised the bean counter and the other line foreman that started the mess, and when both sides apologized, things went back to normal. Except the next week, the carpet cleaners had to be called in for the plant director's office, and the door sign was changed to keep closed when not in use. Don't you just hate that this company was urging people to say, you know, if you don't actually follow this written sign, we won't tell anybody. But also, how freaking dare you not follow that sign? This is all your fault and you're totally liable. Have a nice day. I guess scummy companies will be scummy companies. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me.